waking you up to the best. Only on Good Hope FM, Cape Town's original. Thank you for that, Doc. Now we have to talk to your friends. Dorian is here. Tony is here. Great morning to you. I first start off with you, Dorian. How do you do, sir? Good morning. I'm good, and yourself? I'm well, thank you. Any nicknames that you might have? Pablo. Pablo. May I simply from this point know, call you Pablo on air? There we go. It just feels good. <laughs> Comes off the tongue nice. Pablo, welcome, welcome, welcome. What does World AIDS Day mean to you? World AIDS Day to me as an individual who on the 5th of December will be celebrating 18 years of, of living with HIV. It really means... 18 years? 18 years. 18 years. To me, it really means that it's love beyond... I don't, I don't see HIV as a boundary, as a limitation. I really see it as a new way of life. I love that. Tell me, good sir, if I may ask this question now. The world, right? And when I say the world, I mean Carl Lewis and I, and yourself included. Are we at a place where you feel that we are approaching HIV AIDS in the right sort of way? As society until we as society yes, and I include myself until we are able to break down the conditioning walls that that very society has built around individuals living with HIV um, I think um, we have quite a far way to go um, we continue to build up those conditioning walls daily when we judge individuals living with HIV when we walk past individuals who are diverse and not the same as we would imagine them to be, I don't think we are there yet. Good morning, Tony. Good morning. Thank you for joining us this morning. How do it's you do? my pleasure. Happy De- December 1st to both of you, by the way, Thank and happy you. Friday. Yes. And just a great morning to all. Um, something special happened with a certain individual, I believe it was 30 years ago. Yes. 30 years ago, I believe, Tony was the first South African. No, not the first? Why it did I believe this? It was my first. It was your first. Coming out. But you came out, <laughs> Did you? was in a public space? Yes. On SABC On TV. On SABC TV. Wow. Yes, in 1993. Yo. Tony, 1993. Yes. You decide that I'm going to be on television to be public about my um, condition. Why? Why were you wanting to take it public in 1993? What did you feel needed to be heard and why? You there is such a lot of stuff and obviously bringing back a lot of memories. Um, so it's the 35th World AIDS Day. I'm living with HIV for 33 years this year. Um, and in those years, there was a lot of stereotyping about the kind of people who gets HIV and AIDS. I was an Afrikaans Dominican daughter, um, and a normal, just a normal average person. And I just felt that that the voice of someone of that era, of that genre, also need to be heard. That normal people actually are the people who gets HIV. Wow, we're going to continue with this conversation very shortly. And with us this morning, Dorian and Tony are joining us this morning. Special guests that are educating on how it is to live with HIV-AIDS. Um, 
18 years for you Dorian yes. and uh Tony it was 1992 93 that, that you got it okay let me ask you this if I may and please tell me right now if this is perhaps crossing the line too personal I'm still learning a certain etiquette when did you both know that something had to be paid attention to that's I don't know if can I use the word something was wrong how did you know when did you know or how, how did you what led you to get the test done like what was you know tell me both your stories if I may ask for me it was um, it was an interesting scenario at the time my doctor uh, found out that my boyfriend was HIV positive and okay. he then called me one day and said you better come in for a test too a um, lot of history about that too but um, yeah it was the shocker I actually got the call at, at work and in those days we had to wait two weeks for results it wasn't like today where you can get it in 15 within minutes. a few minutes it was two weeks of hell Dorian Thomas your story sir I was I was it was a Sunday afternoon and I was walking home and I was I was dragged into the bushes and I was raped um, by unknown suspect and that was one thing but then two years later on the 5th of December randomly going for a HIV test um, in solidarity of World AIDS Day with my other colleagues I after the rapid test number three I was told the news that I was HIV positive I, it never came across my mind that it would happen to me first of all and I think second of all after the um, sexual assault incident I thought life would just go on as per normal but yeah were you able to turn to friends family close ones no I lived I lived that part of my life in secret for about two years um, before I had a mental breakdown and was hospitalized and the truth came out I think since the truth has come out um, it has been an amazing 16 years of unconditional love and support Beautiful. from friends and family Tony how has it been with you how has um, your public stance affected your friends and family initially well when I when I realized that I felt very strongly about speaking up yes, about living with with HIV I did in, inform my family um, and by then they have already known for a while but I also initially there was a period of about eight or nine months where I didn't tell my family it was a very stressful time I'm an I said earlier Afrikaans do him and his daughter it was one of those eras where stigma meant that it was your own family and friends that stigmatized you not necessarily strangers and that is what made the fear of stigma and discrimination such an enormous thing for for m- most of the HIV positive people in the world so I didn't know how to broach it to my to my father um, how do I how do I tell my family my father I think it was also the first time in my life that I thought something happened to me that might affect his life and work as well you know what is going to happen with the church how's the church going to handle it all of that that was a lot of questions that I had to think about um, before I told my father and then I had a mental make breakdown myself and I 
told him in tears and hysterical. <laughs> Thank you both so much for your honesty. I don't know if you get that enough. Thanks and acknowledgement, but we really, really appreciate it. Before I say goodbye to the both of you, on reflection, what do you think or what do you wish? Because the poll, of course, as time has gone on, a lot has been learned and discovered about HIV AIDS. What do you wish you knew back then that we know now about the disease? Anything. I think for me, and I'm going to quote a very dear friend of mine, Bernadette Bailey, um, I'm going to say that HIV is life-changing, but HIV is not life-limiting. I I stand testimony to it. My dear friend Tony stands testimony to it. Fakhmira Miller, you know, all of these, you know, legends and giants on whose shoulders I stand tall, um, they have shown me that HIV is not you know, um, life limiting, and and so I wish that people had known that back then. You know, um, I wish they know it now. Go out there and get tested, guys. Like mm-hmm. seriously. Tony, any last words? Yeah, I think for me as well. I would not be here today if I didn't find out I had HIV. Um, and it's it's not life limiting, exactly. I think the moment you find out you are that close to your mortality is probably the time that you really appreciate life and that you make that conscious choice to live every moment, every second to the full. That morning feeling. The Big Breakfast Show with Dan Moss. I never miss a morning. Only on Good Hope FM. Cape Town's original.